And secondly, you seek for what you know. Something that belonged to you, that belongs to you, has departed from you. That's why Hanet can't go to the neighbor Gamba. No, you no going to Unless you go to the neighbor Gamba. Hello? Hello? So you seek. That's why Jesus says that if you seek, what, what is the payment for seeking? What is the payment for seeking? What is the payment for seeking? So when do you find? When something that belonged to you, you have come across it. Hallelujah. Amen. So let us not just say things and just bypass them. Hallelujah. Amen. I think now I'm talking things that I was not supposed to talk about. But Hallelujah. is also important. So first level, everyone can pray, can ask. Amen. Amen. That's why we say, that is, that's why we say we've gone to church to pray. Amen. To ask. Amen. But that is an ordinary level of everyone. Because the church that does not refuse people from coming to pray. But people who say we are going to seek the Lord. Uh -huh. Those people know what they are doing. Praise the Lord. When they are going to look You don't go to ask for a baby. No, you go to seek for a baby. Because you know I am supposed to give birth. Hallelujah. That is the level of seeking. This is a deeper level than just asking. Are we together? But there is another level there that I love very much. What is the next level there? Mweyanjule mulikulirwao. Okay. Other versions say knock. Konkone. So what is the payment for knocking? Kakati shi ejisasula uwe anjula obao konkona. Wanji? What is the payment for knocking? Umusala guwe anjula obao konkona gweguliwa. When do you knock? O konkona di obao we anjula di. Aha. When the door is closed, aha. When do you knock? Sir, when do you knock? Uh huh. you want? Uh, that is the intention of knocking. But when do you knock? I've been having to be Hello. When do we knock? We have known when we ask. We have known when we seek. So now, when do we knock? Can you knock at my bedroom now and go to the one? Hello? So you can only knock when you have reached a door. 
I they seem to be tougher. This isn't it? These are scriptures. We always read and We are just running. But these things go deeper than actually what you think. Praise the Lord. So you knock. When you have already reached the door, the person that is knocking is no longer asking. He's not even seeking. Hallelujah. It's now very deliberate and intentional. Their intention is to is to their intention is to enter. enter. There are kids that play around the rich Those ones that have bells on them. Some of us knock and take off. Then you run. Before God, oh God, all the angels open. And then you see Hallelujah. You, you knock on the gate and you take off and hide. But to a person who wants to enter, when they knock, what happens? They stay on the door. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. just on one verse. It is so beautiful to dig deep into these scriptures and you get what they mean. So these three are different levels of of getting to God. Amen. Amen. They are different levels. The biggest problem is the church is still asking. Hallelujah. Amen. Where are you going? But I didn't Where had you gone? I had gone to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Even the beggars on the streets, they do what? Ask. And this one has taken charge. They are serving God. Are you still asking? I will leave that Hallelujah. Amen. So, when we come again, I think we need to go through those things. But I said we are not going to dwell on this. Because we want something deeper. Hallelujah. Amen. Ah, there's another beautiful scripture that I want us to look at. In this thing called righteousness, there are things that we must look out for. Second Timothy chapter 3, Timoseo, Esure, Yoksatu, verse 16. The Bible says, Bible Yegamba, some scriptures. Is, is that what the Bible says? Your Bible says what? How many scriptures? How many? What is the meaning of all? All scripture means every scripture 
And every scripture means every scripture. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So all scripture is God-breathed. Some of us, they just love some testaments. Then, then I am a new creation. The, the Old Testament is not meant for me. Uh -uh. This is in the New Testament. The New Testament is saying that all scripture is God breathed. And because it is God breathed, it is useful. And this is what it is supposed to do. One, it is to teach. And that is what I am doing. It is to teach. Repeat after me. It is to teach. Hallelujah. Secondly, it is to rebuke. One, it is to teach. Two, it is. It is. It is to teach. It is to rebuke. Third, it is correct. It is to correct. When do we do corrections? Now we have, we have answered wrongly some questions. We have made bad choices. Hallelujah. So this scripture is supposed to correct us. Give us the right answers. And then it is supposed, it is meant, it is useful to train, to train, are we together? It is to train, as I said, it is to equip, and then train in what? So teaching, Rebuking, correcting, training, equipping, in what? In righteousness. So scripture has cardinal functions, among others, include teaching you, rebuking you, correcting you, training you, in righteousness. So every scripture that God gave, that he breathed into, its work is supposed to equip you, train you, rebuke you, correct you into righteousness. That's why Jesus is saying, if you are going to seek, these are the things that you must seek first. One is my kingdom, the other one is righteousness. 
the kingdom he taught it himself he said i've left the scripture to help you to learn to be trained to be equipped into this thing called righteousness then why so that my man or woman of god will be thoroughly equipped praise the lord so that you will be thoroughly equipped hallelujah amen for every good work Hallelujah. So that your salary equipped. So that you will be able to do every good work. I will not go into that scripture that we have. We are God's handworkmanship. Maybe we'll handle it another day. But this scripture is also very important for us to understand righteousness. I want us also to go to Philippians chapter 3. This time is running so fast. Okay. Philippians chapter 3 verse 7 to 11 but whatever was to my profit I now consider potea for the sake of Christ Whatever, whatsoever was to my profit, I now consider it loss for the sake of Christ. Whatsoever was so important to me. I now consider it loss for the sake of Christ. If I am going to ask all of us that have accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, there are things that are in whatsoever. What we some of us loved beers. Some of us loved cigars. Others discos. Things that we loved so dearly. We consider them loss. Why? For the sake of Christ. What is more? I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For whose sake I have lost all things. I now consider them 
rubbish. I consider them what? Abamune Tsoma's degrees during a thermometer. I consider them? I consider them? Rubbish. I consider them? Rubbish. Where does the rubbish go? Rubbish again, Dawa? Empitambi again, Dawa. Dustbin. Hallelujah. Amen. I consider all things worth the dustbin. Address That I may gain Christ. Oji, Oji, I consider everything rubbish. For the sake of Christ. So he said, and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own. So that means that there is a righteousness of own. Hallelujah. But of what took it for Gang Mukasasiro. Praise the Lord. That comes from the law. But that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God, and is by faith. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain. The resurrection from the dead. So you go and read this scripture. It is loaded with life. And we are going to be referring to it more often than not. And you will be understanding righteousness. But I just want us to pick two things. Verse 8 is saying. Everything else is worthless. When compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage. Why? So that I may gain Christ. Some Isaiah 64, 6 also talks about that our righteousness is considered as filthy rugs. So I want us, we said we are going to look at what is righteousness and then we look at what is not righteousness or what is man's righteousness. So one, man's righteousness its address is in the, is in the rubbish. In the can. Secondly, it is like filthy rugs. But that's not enough. This self-righteousness is when you're convinced in your own mind that you are righteous. Hallelujah. I, it is already always accompanied by moralistic and intolerant opinions of others. 
Attack is a product of prideful behavior. Hallelujah. We have so many of them in the church today. Hallelujah. You know, you see me I first. Hallelujah. Amen. I read the Bible from Genesis. Me, I give my time. We are there. Convinced in your own mind. That you are righteous. Because of the things that you do for God. I have preached, I've gone nations. Still your, your own righteousness. So you feel. In God, you are entitled to certain things. We are creating our own standards. Hallelujah. Amen. But you see, Paul had to give up all this. You will go and read Romans, Romans 10, 1 to 3. On, on, on setting our own standards. Hallelujah. Self-righteousness says me. If I am not there. The worship team will not be there. Worship the worship team. team. Hallelujah. If I do not sing, the pastor can come. I am the one that leads him into the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. If I give that church, it's going to fall. Because I am the one holding it. I give the most. It is me and me and myself. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm the one who cleans the church. If I dare miss a if service, if I don't come, they will sit on dusty chairs. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is me and me and me. Self-righteousness, self-sufficiency, self-admiration. We know them, eh? Sarovamanyabamany. <laughs> eh? Hallelujah. Amen. Self what? Self love. Self pity. Praise the Lord. Ani? Zali wo. Hallelujah. Do you know the person you're talking to? Do you know me? Oh, huh? Now a new thing has come up. Gambanog. Do you know where I come from? Gambanog. Tell that one. Hallelujah. Amen. Understand where I'm coming from. Praise the Lord. Self-righteousness. Praise the Lord. There is self-love, self-pride, self-pity, self-seeking, self-righteousness. What here is your Grandiosity. You feel you're so strong. That is grandiosity. Praise the Lord. I am 
imutufu. I'm right. Hallelujah. Amina. Hey, na ina mkwano kwa ngamba. Hey, by the way, whatever you, the other side when we are discussing, by the way, you were right. He says, no, I was not right. You were wrong. You were wrong. So you saying that, ah, say, you were I'm right. This I am right. In marriage, this I am right. What it has done to homes. I am right. What I want must go through. Hallelujah. Amen. What I want, I am right. I must always be right. Then condemnation, these things that we do. Hallelujah. Amen. This, this has also killed the church. We are still in self-righteousness. Hallelujah. Are you still my friends? Now there are two things that are barriers or things that are going to help you from self-seeking. One is inward protection from inner guilt and shame. This comes from your conscious voice, the Holy Spirit's voice, and Scripture's voice. So when you feel yourself with these voices, one, you know that I am no longer, I am no, I am no more condemned. There is no condemnation. Praise the Lord. And then the other one is outward protection. From the accusation of others. This one that we are talking about. That one that we are talking about pointing fingers. So now you need outside protection. Of people who are going to affirm you. Praise the Lord. When we are in school. In our fellowship. A sister got pregnant. And the university that I was in. When you get pregnant, you leave the university. They give you a dead year. Actually, they can even terminate you. So this sister. Her parents got to know that she was pregnant. And they, they were... They were also religious people. They said, you're no longer our daughter. Praise the Lord. Everyone discarded her. And the only thing that she wanted was protection. Because she's already pregnant. So to assure that you are pregnant, you already know. So, she didn't even have money for the hostel. 
her. So we were on the committee of the fellowship. We agreed as a committee that we are going to raise some money to pay for her rent. Because her parents no longer want her. So as a fellowship, this is now our daughter. Praise the Lord. Let me who is the who is responsible for the pregnancy and agan And who is Tata Umana Yani? We don't know whether it was one of the fellowship members. But we said that we have And we left our work alone. will be to protect this girl. We paid her rent. We bought her food. And we protected her. And as I speak now, she's a pastor in Iganga. She pastors a church in Iganga. Because some people protected her. We are not saying that to go and sin so that people will protect you. But sometimes what you need is just the voices of people who are going to protect you. Praise the Lord. That's what you want. Some of us just need affirmation. Because everyone has assured you that you're worthless. And the only thing that you need now is someone to affirm you. Fearfully and wonderfully made. That you are beautiful and handsome. That you are made in God's image. All you need is just these people's voices to protect you from self. Hallelujah. So this thing called righteousness. Now I think isn't my time over. Let me wow. 